Hey, Daniel here from Markers on the Map, and this week on The Gaming Adventure, we react to all the news, announcements, and reveals from the latest Nintendo Direct, the first in well over a year. Will any of the rumors be true? Will we be thrilled by all the brand new games on display? You'll have to listen to find out. Don't forget to check us out on Twitter at Markers on the Map, and thanks for listening. All this time, the epic event that we've all been waiting for is finally here. What we li- what were we waiting for? The Chex Mix Direct. It's coming. Oh, oh that. February thirtieth, twenty twenty one, at two p.m. Pacific and five p.m. Eastern. Tune in for this Chex Mix Direct live stream. They say there's going to be fifty minutes of Breath of the Wild two footage where Link just straight up eats Chex Mix, and then we're finally gonna get that Chex Mix DLC we've always been waiting for in Smash. I just, I'm I'm on the verge of tears. I can't wait for it. Are we still waiting for Chex Quest? Maybe they'll put it on Switch one day, but I guess it's only PC for now. That's what, I mean, that's what we're waiting on. Yeah. Maybe in that Chex Mix Direct, they'll announce a Switch port of the Chex Quest game, because I've got all those character codes from my bags of Chex Mix, because... Maybe they'll have some special like Nintendo Switch and one like one every uh, Nintendo Switch and one in every like five checks boxes that you buy at the store. Oh my god! Like like those instant win games at like fast food restaurants where you peel it and then you're like, oh, you're a winner. There's a winner every like five minutes or something like that. Yeah, like one of those. You know what else is really exciting? What we got? Easter candy is out, which means those Butterfinger eggs are out, and I will take those over the Reese's uh, white chocolate items. <laughs> oh, the... I-, I like Butterfingers too, but I think Reese's is just the best candy in general. I don't know. Well, the Butterfinger That's eggs debatable. are more like the Butterfinger cups, in which they have like a Reese's peanut butter cup consistency to it. I don't know. I just I really like the Butterfinger cups, and the, the eggs taste just like that. And we got something else exciting, too. What we got? A brand new episode, of course, of Markers on the Map. And this week, we have a Nintendo Direct. At long last. Ooh. A real Nintendo Direct. The General Direct. Since you uh, September, right? September 2019 was the last General Direct. Now, we had the Mario Bros. 35th Anniversary one. We had the Nintendo Direct Mini Partner Showcases, but nothing on the scale of your usual, like... 50 minute long direct like we had today so yeah we're gonna get right to that as usual i'm daniel and i'm here with my good friend and co-host robert how have you been this week been right uh better than last week cool have you been i'm hanging in there still strange times but we're hanging in there strange times to say that there's a nintendo direct i actually can't believe it um we'll have to see if our uh any of our rumors that we've been talking about are uh actual game so why don't we get (laughs) yeah why don't we get right into the nintendo direct then all right all right we start of course with something they tend to start directs with or online presentations uh smash bros and this time they did it 
in an interesting way. Because you and me both kind of thought that this was going to be either a... It, it looked like an expansion to Xenoblade Chronicles 2. That's what it... It was weird because it said not actual gameplay footage, but I was like, it looks just like Xenoblade 2. So I was like, what... How is this not gameplay footage? It didn't look any different. Yeah, and I was I was skeptical that it would be a new game because usually in the series, a new game means new characters. So I was like, is this just another, like, Torn of the Golden Country expansion thing? I'm like, you know me, I don't really... I didn't really feel Xenoblade Chronicles 2. I think I brought it up last week talking about um, MMO battle systems. But I was just thinking all through this. He's like, where's Pyra? Where's Pyra? I'm like, is this for Smash? Is this going to be Pyra and Smash? Because she's one of those people that people wanted in Smash. And it turns out that it's true. Pyra is coming to Smash. And she's got this character swap with uh, Mithra from Xenoblade Chronicles 1. Uh, I gotta say... Despite being a sword-wielding character, she does look pretty cool, both of them. As a character, yes. I agree that they're interesting and it's it's something different, but it is still a sword-wielding character. Yeah, it seems like we've got That's a little... That's just the one thing. Yeah, a little um, stagnant, maybe, with the sword-wielding characters. Uh, we had Byleth, Sephiroth, um, Hero, sword-wielding character. Oh, I was like, who was the second character in this pass? Uh, Minecraft Steve, not a sword-wielding character. But can he wield a sword? Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, it's just, I don't know. It's like, I really do like, I mean, it's not even like, I really like Hero too. Like, I like the character. But I'm just like, but it's just another sword-wielding character. Yeah. But uh, in the grand scheme of things, I'm pretty interested in Pyra just because I've played Xenoblade Chronicles 2, not to the extent of beating it or anything. But Pyra's a pretty cool character. I'm just a fan. I guess. I'm glad it's not Rex, because I don't really like Rex. <laughs> so. I mean, I mean, yeah, it's better... It's better to have... Si- some side characters are better than the main character, I guess. Yeah. She's his weapon, but I am glad they went with her and Mithra. Two characters in one. Just seemed cool. Yeah. It's not a huge Megaton crossover character like, you know, Joker was, but I'm, I'm glad that it's a... Uh, another kind of not main character like min min was it's like oh if they're gonna choose an arms character are they gonna do spring man but no min min probably because she was the most popular from the party crashes so that's smash um there's still two characters left i want to say in this battle pass so i'm wondering if they're saving some kind of crossover huge big megaton thing for last but we'll see right we'll see we'll just have to wait and see yeah uh next up Oh, boy. <laughs> this is a pretty big one. It is pretty big. Um, we love this game. We talk about this game almost every episode of this. Fall Guys is coming to Switch this summer. Um, that's actually awesome. <laughs> uh, that's... I was hype. That was, like, because I saw... I, I heard the music. I knew what it was, but I've always said this. And I was like, you know what would be a really cool skin in this game? Because obviously you can buy, you know, skins and all that. Mm-hmm. I said, what if there's a Mario and Luigi skin? Oh, that'd be and, cool. Yeah, it's like, that'd be cool. But it's like, oh, but it's, it's no, it's not on Switch. It's, it's, it's on PC and PS5. Little, you know, we were like, oh, maybe what if, what if one day they put it on the Switch? Little did we know, out of all days today, they had to, you know, announce it. And now the, I guess the chance of a Mario skin at all 
like even a slight chance is there so it went from probably like no chance to there might be a slight chance it might be there so i'll take that yeah i'd I'd be willing to bet that that'll happen at some point even if it ends up being console exclusive because we know like monster hunter for a 3ds had like some nintendo crossovers i believe and even things like diablo 3 on the switch had like a ganon like our, I, I can't remember if it was like a pet or an armor set, but it had something to do with Ganon. So Mario costumes or other Nintendo costumes uh, wouldn't be out of the question, I think. Maybe even Metroid. Ooh, okay, that, yeah, that actually might be pretty cool. Yeah. This, there were some other little announcements that we won't touch on as much, but we'll still go through them. Outer Wilds is that critically acclaimed uh, indie game. Um, it came out last year, I want to say. Um, for most things, but not Switch. That's coming oh, yeah. to Switch. Yeah, it's like that That's, planet yeah, I one. Remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it kind of... It's weird. It kind of... I guess it kind of looks like No Man's Sky, but not in the sense of gameplay, just kind of the feel and the vibe of it of being in outer space mm. and stuff like that. Yeah. That's the best way I can put it. I had never quite seen anything from it, but... It, it looks pretty cool, and it's very highly regarded. So I'm, I'm interested. I don't know if I would get it on the Switch or if I would get it on, a like, a deep sale on, on PSN or something. But it's kind of cool that they're bringing stuff like that to the Switch. I, w- I will never knock them for trying to port things to the Switch, be it indie game or AAA. And they do both. Yeah. Uh, next up, a surprise for sure. Famicom Detective Club um, are bringing two games to the Switch. Uh, now, Famicom Detective Club is a really old game. For... I, I mean, it's in the name. Yeah. Famicom, like, come on, Famicom. That's, like, Nintendo's first, like, home console. So this is an old game. Yeah. At least a series. But they're modernizing it. And yeah. translating it, releasing it in English for the first time. And just out of sheer curiosity, this is probably first party. So I try to get the first party games. But, man, I'm so... I'm I'm really hyped for this. It's, it's a visual novel. But I just... Something about Famicom Detective Club coming to the U.S. just gets me hype. <laughs> I, can, I can see a small to medium run of physical copies with both games. Yeah, that's one. what I'm hoping for. I can for. see that. I can see it. Like maybe a, like a dual pack because I know the digital versions yeah. they said were coming separately. So maybe like another game that Nintendo is going to do a physical version of, um, they'll do a physical version of this. Yes. So that's exciting. Next up was Samurai Warriors Five. Now we kind of called this one. While <laughs> called it. I I joked that it was. I forgot what I said. I oh I joked because I saw like, I forgot what I joked. I just joked it like it's a different game. But then I, when I saw the uh, the way that I guess it's like the way it starts off is kind of like a burning like piece of paper. I guess it's a map. Yeah. So I don't know what it is. And there's obviously like a Japanese character. So I was like, okay. This looks like Samurai Warrior for some because I remember maybe a couple weeks back I talked about playing Samurai Warrior back in the day like on PS2 like the first one, uh-huh. and that was like the only war gameplay. And then I was like, you know what, this does look like Samurai Warrior. Little did we know, it's Samurai Warrior Five. Yep. And what stood out to me in this one is that I really like the animation style and the color choices that they kind of used, and I'm really kind of in a warrior's type of mood lately with age of calamity and you know next week's persona 5 strikers so i'm really in the mood for i don't know with age of calamity it just rekindled that love for warriors because i've played the original hyrule warriors fire emblem warriors 
uh, Sengoku Basara for PS3, Dynasty Warriors Gundam. There's just something satisfying about your character being able to just fell thousands of enemies per level. There's just something like inherently satisfying about that. So Samurai Warriors 5 is pretty high up there for me, honestly. <laughs> it, it looked interesting and i mean the last one when did the fourth one come out or when's the last like samurai at all like warrior type game i well the last warrior type game they they come out kind of all the time but samurai warriors 4 came out uh seven years ago in 2014 yeah 2014 you're on the yeah you're on it yeah so it's been a while since there was a numbered samurai warriors game but warriors games come out all the time but they've all got their different quirks and stuff so that's pretty cool. Uh, it's pretty long wait from 2014 to like getting an announcement this year in 2021. Yeah. Um. Next up, Legend of Mana is getting a remaster. Now this isn't like a remake, like Trials of Mana was, like a 3D full-on remake. This looks to be like a remaster of the original version of this. Um. I'm all for that. Like I don't mind older games being ported to new systems. Just look at Turok. That wasn't a remake. It was a remaster, and it was fun. Maybe it depends on how well this does, like you said with Turok. We're seeing that age. I don't know. It's like we're in that age where most things don't need to be from a certain era to get remade because I would say the right era that we need to see remades or like re-releases remakes is like P- is like PS2, that like 6th gen era. Mm-hmm. But this game came out like what? like This is like Super Nintendo, right? Yeah, I believe this one was Super Nintendo. I could be. I wrong. mean, it's probably it's about it's it's probably about time. Yeah. So that's just a little cool thing they're doing. I, I like when they do stuff like that. Now the next one merits a little more discussion. I think Monster Hunter Rise's brand new trailer. Now they showed a lot of brand new monsters, and like I said last week, I did play the demo of this game, and I have to say. I think I like it better than World because it feels... Honestly, it's weird to say, but I like how flat the terrain can be in a lot of places. Like, sure, you can run on walls, but I always liked uh, Generations Ultimate because fighting the monster didn't require you to go on all types of, like, slopes or hills or winding passages. It's just... That's not... That's not the fun of Monster Hunter to me. The fun of Monster Hunter to me is fighting the monsters, and that's what I'm kind of getting from the demo for Rise. This new trailer shows a lot of new weapons, and we were saying that it kind of reminded us of God Eater a little more than uh, something like yes. World did. Um, uh, World, I know like they're the same type of game, but World didn't remind me of God Eater. This one reminded me a lot, especially like number two. Yeah. Reminded me of, it like two, uh, obviously is like, Actually, no, it reminded me of one of, of, I would say one, but more or less the really, like, freshest version of, like, what was it, like, it's called, like, what, like, God Eater? Resurrection? Resurrection, I think, because I came on the PS4, because that one is, like, very up-to-date with, like, new mechanics. Because 2 is a little outdated, it didn't have all the mechanics of the re-release of the first one, that was, like, recently, not that long ago. Your movement was a little more stifled. Yeah, it's, like, the first, that first one has way more updates compared to two so two is a little behind but it reminded me of the first one a lot yeah in um, that sense of gameplay wise and i was thinking yeah these not world monster hunters have a very nice pleasant color palette vibrant greens purples blues what have you it's just 
really nice to look at. I wish it ran at 60, honestly, but I can forgive it because it's smooth. Like, I was playing Monster Hunter Rise, and it's a very smooth experience. It's very fast. It's faster than World. 60, hitting 60 is not so bad as long as it's smooth. Think about it in this sense where it's like Borderlands 3, 30 frames. It's not smooth. You can see that it's not 60 frames. As you can see, it's at a very bad 30, but it was playable. But you compare it to, like, my favorite game is, like, Mario Solid 3. That's 30 frames, but it was a pretty smooth 30 frames. Yeah. It's like, it's not 60, but it's pretty darn close. And, and of course, you can forgive it. It's on the Switch. It's not as powerful as something like the PS5, which can run the world yeah. at 60. And also, it's the RE engine running on the Switch, which is very yeah, impressive Yeah, like, exactly. So, Monster Hunter Rise, that should still be getting another demo sometime before March 26th. Uh, I thought they were going to announce the demo today, but they'll probably just announce that in a little bit. Next, Mario Golf Super Rush. Totally unexpected, but I'm Surprise. super this was excited surprising for to it. See. <laughs> I, it's not it's like I say that we joke, but it's just it's not that we necessarily joke. It's just it's unexpected. Like when's when's the last Mario Golf game like in a major series like this? I can't remember if they had one Forever. on the Wii U, but I know they had one on the 3DS. Yeah, it's like it's it's been, it's been a while. So for them just to be like, hey, new Mario Golf game, and this is like. Not just like a port of a previous Mario Golf. No, like, no, this is a completely new Mario like Golf. They have new modes and and just like new things installed with this one. Like, I really really like that. Like, f- all, all four people play at the same time, and everyone has like a, an ability to kind of like yeah, help them. The speed golf mode. Yeah, I really like that because it's always your turn. You don't have to wait. You're kind of just playing. You're the, the it's it's consistently playing. Um, yeah, this feels like. A step in the right direction for the series kind of like tennis aces was where yeah you've got your good modes you've got your power mode you've got your no power mode you've got your story mode this one has special abilities looks to me like it has some customizable costumes although those could just be default costumes but i'm hoping they add as many characters as tennis aces has because what a great like roster like everybody you can think of from mario series was on that roster i mean Talk about how much time and development they put into this where the terrain itself can actually affect the way you can, like, I guess get a whole, like, not a whole one, but the way you can, like, finish your golf game. Like, if it's in a slope, you have to really think about how much force you're going to put into the swing and stuff like that. They really emphasize, like, that's a thing. Yeah. It's not just, like, you can hit it anywhere. It's, like, the slopes and terrains and hills and sand all have an effect to what happens in the game. Yeah, it feels more like a legit golf game with Mario characters and probably an easier-to-understand way of playing because sports sim games like MLB The Show or even 2K are hard kind of to play unless you put them in assist modes because the buttons are all assigned to do different things and you have to kind of learn the systems so having a mario golf that plays you know pretty realistically it looks like and simple to pick up for anybody which is nintendo's thing just seems like a good combo and i'm actually really excited for this not gonna lie (laughs) yeah it it probably reminds me of like tennis ace i I think it's a very well-deserving kind of revamped of the series into something else where it's fresh and it's new and it's exciting and we haven't seen one in a while yeah it seems like that's the thing with the switch here just making like revitalizing series like that is very cool yeah next up 
Tales from the Borderlands is coming to Switch. Now, Tales from the Borderlands got re-released for other consoles, like, this week, I want to say. Um, I've played the first episode of Tales from the Borderlands, but, like, you know, we kind of know what happens. <laughs> but I'm glad they're putting more Borderlands on the Switch. Even 3 got a mention in the Direct. <laughs> Hopefully one day they put the third one on there. Yeah, it'll be a little harder than 1, 2, and pre-sequel, but they did say Borderlands 3 in, in the in the speech <laughs> next up capcom arcade stadium i believe is launched after the direct that's a like a cabinet or like a collection of cabinets arcade cabinets it's like the sega the sega collection yeah except you have to buy the game separately i believe or in packs or something like that and you get like 1943 i think for free to start and then you just pick up the rest whatever ones you want to play i guess um cool idea it, this is this isn't new. We've seen it in a mini direct, I think, not that long ago. Yeah, it, it reminds me of the Namco Museum collections you could buy, but just Capcom games. And honestly, Capcom has that beat 'em up bundle, which has a lot of really good beat 'em up games on it. And I don't know if this could match that, especially in value. But I guess we'll. I'll have to take a look at the games on on offer. But you know, they've got Street Fighter too. But if you have a copy of HD Collection, you have Street Fighter 2 or Anniversary Collection. <laughs> I, I guess I can see it as like it's it's for those people who want certain games in a collection, but they don't want all. Like they just want certain ones and they wish they could just make, I guess, their own custom collection. I can see this as. Yeah. Honestly, thinking about it in that way makes me wish Sega kind of did that instead of doing Genesis Collection. But then, would they have released Sonic 3 and Knuckles with the original Ice Cap Zone music anyway? Probably not. I don't know. Probably <laughs> not. Stubbs the Zombie. Out of nowhere. Oh. this I like this one. This one I like. This is an older game, right? For the Xbox. The original Xbox. This was, I believe, the original Xbox, like, back in the day exclusive. I think. I'm trying to see who made it, but I know Spire it wasn't. made it, right? Or at least published it. Yeah, it's like. It, but. Basically, it was an original, like, stuck on the original Xbox, like, game. That's, like, a very well-developed, liked game. Like, everyone's like, oh, this is, like, a hidden-gen game. Like, it's very well done. Yeah, I had heard of it, but I had not seen it in action. But I guess out of nowhere, they're just bringing it to the Switch. I guess they're bringing it to PC, PS4, and Xbox One as well. So, like I said earlier, um, with Legend of Mana, I'm all for older or older slash forgotten games because legend of mana is not forgotten but older or forgotten games being re-released for a new set of people to enjoy um maybe if they add some quality of life improvements to them that helps i don't know if Stubbs is gonna have some quality of life improvements but it would be cool it's cool to see old things come back like that i've been interested in getting it but it's like an original so it's been kind of hard but if they're re-releasing i'm all down for it yeah next up no more heroes 3 finally a release date i think it was august 21st or something like that so this game looks really cool now as we kind of know i wasn't a huge fan of the first no more heroes um i've not played the second travis strikes again was okay this one looks pretty good um some of the minigame nonsense is still there like mowing the lawn and everything but the action in this one and the variety seems like it's a lot better because one to me got repetitive after like the third boss so 
it looks pretty good. <laughs> I mean, there's some games. I don't know. I just I don't know. How, I've never played No More Heroes, so I don't know. But you should probably try the second one. Maybe it's different, and then it'll probably encourage you to play the third one. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm gonna play the second one at some point. But I was so kind of frustrated after the first one. I can't remember if I talked about it on the show, but I was kind of frustrated with the first. I did talk about it on the show. Um, it's just so repetitive. But this one looks a lot better. The combat looks a lot better, a lot more fluid. And if they're building on, you know, the three games before it, then it, it should be all right. I'm cautiously optimistic. I'll, I'll probably get it. <laughs> yeah. Well, to all the No More Heroes fans, it's it's about time. Yeah, it is. They put the third one out. I thought you meant it's about time like Crash 4. It's about time. I mean that one. That one was way longer of a way. I would assume True. because the third one came out PS One. True. <laughs> uh, next up, they have an intriguing game called Neon White. Looks like a first-person shooter that's card-based. Um, has some really interesting character designs. I don't really know what to make of it so far, but I liked what I saw. I looked. I thought it was a rail shooter at first. It did kind of look, look like, like it that. because you don't see but, the gun, but I don't think it's a rail shooter. But it did give no. the impression of you know, uh, a light gun shooter or something like that. Yeah. Um, I'm intrigued by the character design and the gameplay, but the trailer didn't really give me enough to gauge. Is this a multiplayer game? Is this a team-based game? You know, stuff like that. Yeah. So I'm pretty interested in it. That's that's just one of those I gotta wait and see, though. It's a really cool design. I like the designs of the characters. Yeah, I remember when the, the highlight thing for it came up i said what is this because the character yeah it was really, really pretty exciting now now for a big one dc superhero girls aka persona but dc superhero girls <laughs> oh yeah this is uh, is it mm, what what game did i say it was i think it was per, i think we did a, a joke about it. it's persona or did we say it was DC. like contra the one with the cooldowns oh yeah it, it i guess the gameplay but you can do some persona thing that you can interact and have like i don't know you play persona i wouldn't really know what what to do or how to describe it i don't know i was just making that joke when they said oh we have to we, you can spend time hanging out with your friends or going shopping i'm like oh what is this persona <laughs> it's probably nothing like persona i don't know i'm not really interested in it there's also plants vs zombies battle for neighborville that hero shooter version of plants vs zombies that came out for you know ps4 uh last year early last year we're kind of with the hero shooters is it's a little oversaturated it's almost as oversaturated i think as you know your general battle royales i mean i mean i don't uh, maybe i don't know and then sometimes you kind of have both like apex also coming to switch it's like yeah you choose the characters the heroes but it's also battle royale you know (laughs) that is that is true i get okay I mean, there's a lot. Like, I mean, it's not that. I, I guess is Destruction All Star considered that? As I well? would say Destruction All Stars is a hero based game. It's car combat though. Um, but you know, you have Rogue Company, uh, Overwatch, uh, Fort or not Fortnite. That's that's just a battle royale. Um, Apex Legends. I'm missing a few. Some of them died Siege. out. Siege. Siege. Okay. The biggest yeah. one. Siege. Siege is amazing though. I think there was like bleeding edge i think that was a hero shooter so you know there's a lot of them but i'll give it to siege for being like the premium one sure it's it's a hero 
shooter in the sense that it doesn't involve special abilities like I guess in the sense of magic or weird tech there is some weird tech but there is a sense of you know establishment of realism it's like it's not gonna have it's not gonna far go that far it's not gonna jump the shark that much mm. I mean you can't even like uh you can't even jump in the game like there's no jumping true but I'll find out the secret one day I'll One figure day. it out. There's a secret code. And I did think of the other Battle Royale game I was thinking of. Um, that's a hero shooter. Not a Battle Royale. A hero shooter. Paladins. There you go. Paladins. Oh, Paladins. Yeah. Oh, you know. There's that. So, another kind of thing out of left field. The 3DS game Metopia coming to the Switch. I don't know if this is a straight up port or like a new Metopia, But wow, that's pretty cool. <laughs> It, I guess it's new if if you can answer this question. Could you have a horse as a, like an animal buddy? See, I can't remember on the 3DS one because there was like a free version and then there was a paid version. So if this is just a port of the paid version, that's still cool because I haven't played it. But yeah, you can have a horse. The customization options for your me transcend what was available on the, the Wii or the Wii U at the time. I know the Switch yes. has some some more hair colors and stuff. Because I know my my uh, me on the Switch has uh, hair colors you couldn't have in the older consoles. But this just looks like a fun little cute little kind of Simish-like me game where you go on adventures. And I have not played the 3DS one, so I will gladly I will gladly play this one for a 3DS on Tuesday. <laughs> uh, yeah. It, I mean, it looks interesting. Uh. Do you think this is going to be a full price, I, or do you think it would be? I think less this will be forty that? or less. Honestly, I could be wrong, but probably forty or less. It's hopefully if it if it is, I guess in the sense full price. Hopefully it's a long RPG, not just one of those. Because I remember that if it's a 3DS games, they did kind of package them with like easy, simple, like cool, like user camera or me's like mini games on the system yeah they had some them some mini games that's like i believe where the original metopia was a, a mini game in the me plaza on on the 3ds but then they made a paid version that was like a big adventure so this is either a port or a new game it might be a port but either way i don't think it's gonna be 60 yeah um speaking of cute little nintendo characters animal crossing is getting that mario item update and they showed what the items look like, some of the clothes you can wear, some of the things you can set up on your island. But biggest thing for me, the warp pipe. Long have I wanted to fast travel on my small island to get from one place to another. And now with the power of Mario, I can. I can move from one area to another without having to trod along my entire island i'm surprised that's not, that hasn't been that it has been like a, a little trolley or something to like use to fast travel well it's because your islands are so tiny but at the same even time like a, a golf cart yeah it's they're, they're so tiny but at the same time i am sick of walking across the whole island just to get from point a to point b I've played yeah. this game almost every day since it came out and walking along my island the whole way when I have my rocks set up in very strategic places is a little frustrating after time. So warp pipes, those help. That's good. And the, I mean, at least they added them. Yeah, and the costumes are pretty cool as well. I just love Mario stuff, so I'm, I'm excited. Um, Animal Crossing also did festival 
this week where you got like to dance and they made little dancing things for your character to do and little sparkly clothes and um like special stages and drums and feathers you can customize your stuff with and i just thought that was kind of fun i like when animal crossing does a cute little event for a day or so it makes it makes it just feel a little special so i'm very attached to this game <laughs> i mean free i mean it's a free update so yeah all the updates have been compl- free <laughs> i'm wondering if they'll yeah. do a paid massive update in the future like a gameplay expansion i'm wondering not expecting it mm. though but yeah you never know. i'm not expecting it either so this next one is kind of heartbreaking <laughs> So the Octopath people, and I love Octopath. I haven't talked about it on the podcast yet. I will someday if I replay it. Um, I love that game. The people are making a new game. It's called Project Triangle Strategy, which is the working title. It probably won't end up being called that, although I wouldn't be surprised. In that same, they call it an HD 2D style. Very beautiful, like gorgeous sprite work with great animations and like a sparkly realistic flair here's my problem it seems like it's an srpg and that's among my least favorite genres as much as i could go for turn-based like octopath srpgs like you know final fantasy tactics or something like that was never something i enjoyed so this comes this is like a double-edged sword it's even harder for me because I don't like that much RPG anyways. The only ones I can think at the moment are like the South Park Stick of Truth and then Bowser's like Inside Story. Yeah. At the moment are like the only ones I could really bring up that I enjoyed. But other than that, I don't enjoy like RPGs that much. And from what you're saying, I, it seems like this is not even remotely up my alley. Like I would not enjoy it at all. Yeah. I I was seeing it and I was like, oh man, this is going to be like Octopath, right? But no, it feels more like an SRPG, a tactics game. And some it's just like, you know, I don't know how many Fire Emblem games I've tried. A lot of them. And when I see this grid-based combat, I'm like, oh god. There's an SRPG in Shin Megami Tensei, um, Devil Survivor and Devil Survivor 2. Now I beat the first one with a guide and then i couldn't beat the second one because it required you to change your party and characters and and demons up every match basically but yeah srpg kind of a i don't know there's a demo i'll give the demo a shot <laughs> there's a demo yeah. you, should, you should give it at least a demo a try yeah next up star wars hunters don't really know about it it's a free-to-play game i suppose but man <laughs> i'm hype i mean we saw it i thought when i first when all right so when, kind of when it starts off it's kind of in a weird like i guess a coliseum entrance that's the best way i can explain it, it kind of has like one of those vibes where it's like if you're going through a coliseum to enter the into the coliseum mm-hmm. and then a bunch of holograms of like star wars characters like a stormtrooper and like all this other stuff comes up and the gates open and then i thought it was pod racing at first i was like oh is it a new pod racer but then i was like well why would they show all the characters that that distinctly have like I guess weapons like they had a lightsaber and then like the stormtroopers with their weapons I'm like okay it can't be pod racing but then it sh- does show a-, a red lightsaber it doesn't show anybody at all that's the one thing I will say it doesn't show any characters like to say or really write about because they're- I think they're trying to keep it a secret but 
I mean, you were just completely hyped once you saw the holograms just come up. Yeah, and you know, I loves me some Star Wars. I don't know what type of game this is going to be. It might be a MOBA for all we know, and that would kind of bite, but i give it a a try. It could be a Battle Royale for all we know. It could very well be. Um, I'm not expecting it to be giant or anything, but it is Star Wars, so I am willing to give it a shot because I love Star Wars, so. We're going to have to keep an eye on that one. Yeah, it's one to look out for. Knockout City is next. A weird kind of battle royale, maybe hero shooter thing from EA where the trailer showed characters that were supposed to be from different games kind of playing the game against each other. Um, Looks like you throw a ball and hit people with the ball. Is it dodgeball? I don't know. I didn't really, I wasn't feeling it. I don't know if I wasn't feeling it, but I was still confused on what it was. It didn't really... I wasn't really told what it is. We've seen gameplay, and we've seen all this stuff, but I'm like, but what is it? That's the one thing I I guess I took away from this. I still don't know what it is. Yeah, is it going to be paid? Is it going to be free to play? Something like that. It just... It was an interesting trailer. It was kind of funny with all the different characters, like the 16-bit princess, and then the, like world of warcraft looking orc or the fortnite looking guy or you know the battlefield i thought it was guy. i thought it was valve i it was gonna be something with valve because i saw the 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 i guess the soldier and i thought it was from like csgo uh-huh. like what is valve gonna do like a collection but then uh the wow character i was like no this is like e- uh, like okay so it, it said ea so i was like okay this is ea so it has nothing to do with valve yeah ultimately i don't know it, it, it wasn't super duper appealing to me ultimately is i don't know what it is i still i'm still in the dark about it more news will come i'm sure (laughs) yeah so star wars hunter is a competitive free-to-play online third-person shooter that's what it is okay okay now i'm like i I just saw it right now (laughs) yeah i I literally just saw that like right now it's i guess it's a competitive third-person shooter uh free-to-play game very cool so that's actually really hype i'm hyped for that maybe it'll be similar to battlefront maybe (laughs) Maybe. Hopefully not pay to win because it's a free to play game. Yeah, we'll we'll have to look at those details. As Fingers crossed. But you know, like I was saying, hard games. Devil May Cry. I keep meaning to bring that series up on the podcast. It's not going to happen this week because we were not expecting the direct. Yes, that this was out of nowhere. Yeah, this was out of nowhere. But uh, Ninja Gaiden. So this is a collection of Sigma, and then Sigma Two and Three. Um, I have not played these games but i have heard they are just maddeningly difficult so thinking about playing them on a joy con is like (laughs) i think i played two i think i've played the second one before did you beat it i do not remember beating it no yeah i I just i've always heard really really bad things about the difficulty in the ninja gaiden you know the 3d ones i've played ninja gaiden it's very difficult the nes original wow it's difficult but these 3d ones i heard are just like if i'm struggling with something like double may cry i don't know about this <laughs> i mean this this is a game not i'm not saying you shouldn't try it but i wouldn't just an example i wouldn't buy every game in the series without playing at least one game from the series because yeah. this is a tough game it's not for i guess I don't want to say it's not for casuals, but I don't think you put a Ninja Gaiden to have a casual time. Probably not. 
it's probably comparable to something like a Souls game. And since I already plat Sekiro and Bloodborne, I have nothing to prove <laughs> when it comes to Ninja Gaiden. So this is good for the people that want to replay these games on their Switch. And it's probably... I don't know if it's coming to anything else, but I would imagine it probably is. So that is cool. World's End Club is next. I said it looked like Danganronpa. Turns out it's from the same team. Yes. Uh, I think we joked. Like I said, we, we always do this where we joke. But it always turns out to be the actual thing. Except when it comes to Arc 2, because we thought it was Turok. <laughs> well, we weren't joking. That's the thing. We weren't joking. Uh, yeah, that's true. We thought it was Turok. But uh, this is, you know, it feels like Danganronpa. Maybe not tonally, but like I I immediately said this is this looks like Danganronpa. It's from the same team. Um, it's like a Danganronpa Kids. I don't know how crazy it'll get or if it will get you know, insanely plot twisty, like, I'm sure there'll be a plot twist, but I don't know if it'll be as, like, brutal as Danganronpa, um, like I said, Danganronpa V3, one of the greatest games I've ever played, along with the first two, so I have faith in the team, will I get this game? Who knows, I'll have to kind of feel it out first, this strikes me as like a Danganronpa kids, hooray, so we'll see. Yeah. Something I do want to get, though, is that Age of Calamity expansion pass. But it's it's coming out way too late. Like, this should have been coming out already. This this DLC definitely should have been started as soon as, like, this month, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. I, for, I was like, which... Yes, I remember this. Uh, it's May, so it's it's a while. It's not that far, but it is still pretty... It's still a while. Yeah, away. is it May, July, and August or something like that that they're releasing new content for it, I think? I, I know there's three yeah. packs, so... Yeah, Persona 5 Strikers is coming out next week, though, so I guess my Warriors quota or desire to play Warriors will be, you know, fulfilled, even though P5S is a little a little different gameplay-wise, but I love Age of Calamity enough to 100% it, so this DLC comes as very welcome news to me. That, that sh- I think the Persona game should hold you up till May. Yeah. Oh, uh, now a few last things. Saga Frontier Remastered. I think that's a PS1 game, but they've been bringing the Saga games to the Switch. Uh, just like Legend of Mana, it's cool to see old things get, you know, touched up and re-released. Uh, like Moon or your, you know, Legend of Mana. Uh, the old Saga, the collection of Saga, Final Fantasy Legend, the Game Boy ones that they put on the Switch. So it's just another case of, yeah, this is cool. Let's have it. Uh, widely available so you don't have to buy old hardware and track an old copy of something down i like the art style of it oh yeah it's really good it makes me just i just think that train of thought makes me wish they would put game boy advance or just game boy games on the switch online at some point cross my fingers cross your fingers all right hades physical edition yes this is pretty big at least for you because you like to collect switch games that you actually enjoy yeah um so it comes with the soundtrack two and a half hours that's crazy for a soundtrack and uh an art book with the character art which if you've played hades you know the character art is like gorgeous so to have nice high quality versions of it i don't know how big the art book will be but it looks like it's gonna be pretty decently big so hades play it it's fun I mean that that game is no joke. It was to the point where it's getting nominated for Game of the Year. Yeah, it's that well received. And it's an indie game. 
that was in Which early is the access, most shocking part. and now it's 1.0, and look at all these accolades it's getting. It's amazing. On to the big boys. Uh, AJ Onuma came out to tell us that there is not going to be news about Breath of the Wild 2 today. But he did show that there's going to be a Skyward Sword remaster for the Switch, where you can finally ditch the motion controls that people didn't like in the Wii version, uh, I guess, and use the right stick to move the sword, which I think is a pretty cool idea, using the right stick as your sword. Um, control if you slash up or right or diagonally, stuff like that. I'm interested in this. I will play this because I try to play all the first-party games on Switch. It's not saying that Breath of the Wild 2 is not happening, more or less they just... It's going... They're not saying it's not even going bad either. They're yeah. saying that it's it's well in development. It's just that it's probably not enough to... They're probably not satisfied with some things. They're probably like, you know what, we should just not show it. But it's not in the sense that they're going to be behind. It's just that it's well in development, but they're just not ready to show anything. Yeah, they'll, they'll get to Breath of the Wild too. It's not like... Yeah. Like, I'm, am I personally clamoring for Breath of the Wild 2 right now? No, because I like Age of Calamity as as well as any other zelda game like i'm not i like you know i was never super big into zelda i liked breath of the wild but i liked age of calamity better and you know i liked Link's awakening deluxe and canes of hyrule and hyrule warriors but i don't like things like ocarina of time and stuff like that and i know people might hate to hear that but i played ocarina of time i didn't like it it's a little archaic for me so Eh, people have different opinions this you know, doesn't mean the game's any better or worse because of it, but talk about the the Joy-Cons are coming with the uh, Skyward Sword. Yeah. So those are awesome. <laughs> I like the colors. The colors really are very like colors. cool. Limited edition and Nintendo items tend to be difficult to get. Uh, like, either... Uh, they're designed to be difficult to get or people will clamor for them and make it impossible to find them and for the former i say those pins went up today for people who were able to do 15 missions unlike me and you know i remember getting the yellow joy cons day one with arms um back in 2017 and i didn't see them on the shelves for months so even colors that are out of the ordinary with nintendo stuff seems to go quick and is hard to find um the monster hunter switch and the pro controller are probably gonna be similar yeah so that's i still want them maybe i'll get some breath of the war <laughs> or some skyward sword hd joy cons i'd be really rad <laughs> uh re-release some dk ones for tropical freeze after true, they should have done and finally none other than splatoon 3 which is surprising to be sure like i was surprising surprised. it's surprising splatoon turn into mad max or something <laughs> yeah there's a desert level now it's really cool that they're kind of expanding that but like just to see splatoon 3 so soon after the second game i mean it's not coming out till next year but you know splatoon 2 was 2017 uh it's pretty close considering we haven't had a new mario kart in you know a long long time Maybe, I don't know, maybe Splatoon's just that much of a good game that maybe we just don't know that it has such a good fan base that they crave for more. And just like, instead of adding it as DLC, we could just make entirely new games and, and let the fans enjoy yeah. it. Because I know personally, you and I don't hardcore play it, but there's probably a lot of people do because, I mean, they're making a third one. Yeah, my thing with Splatoon is that I've played both of them. 
Um, and I usually play them for like a month or two and then I'm kind of done with it. <laughs> like I was really into Splatoon 2 for the first couple of months and then I was kind of done with Splatoon 2. I missed a lot of the Splatfest because of that. But it was the same thing with Splatoon 1. I got that with my uh, Wii U back when I got that and I played it for a couple months and then I was like, you know what, I've, I've had my fill of Splatoon until Splatoon 2 comes out. So gonna get back into splatoon when the third one comes out for sure we'll see what happens i mean it was like it showed the eiffel tower so the upside down the world is not what it seems to be some sort of apocalyptic thing i think was the um the ending like i believe that they take the ending to the final splatfest as the story for the next game so that's why callie was the villain in splatoon 2 and i believe that the theme of the winner of the final Splatfest in Splatoon 2 was this kind of Mad Max type thing. So they usually are sequential. Like the stories continue from the Splatfest into the next game. So that was pretty cool. I like Splatoon. It's very cool. I have Splatoon 2 art book. I'm looking right at it because I love the artwork. <laughs> Overall, I'd say the direct was pretty, pretty good. As for a whole year, I mean, you got new Smash bros character a couple of good ports a couple of good releases remakes it's not that bad it's not like we haven't heard from nintendo it's just that this is the big like direct there's been minis here yeah and they've released games like paper mario yeah clubhouse games stuff like that so overall i would rate it probably like an eight out of 10 yeah, where it's like it's good it has some good things here yeah it's like it, it's up there it's not like a disappointment where they're just like one or two things and they didn't announce really much anything they're just like well that's it and then bye they're just like no they 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 give a good amount of announcements i it's weird because i feel like they gave announcements that no one was expecting either i don't think anyone was expecting splatoon 3. no definitely not people were expecting an update on bayonetta or mario odyssey yeah. 2 or say a metroid prime 4 update but i still feel like it's too early for metroid prime 4 yeah, it's like it's kind of like the I guess the easy ones to guess like oh yeah blah 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 but then come on Splatoon three I didn't even expect that no. I was like what game is this I thought it was like Metal Gear Surviving whatever that was I was like what is this and then I saw the Splatoon I was like okay this is different yeah and you know stuff like Mario Golf out of nowhere Famicom Detective yeah. Club a small surprise but a Hades yeah, physical, the physical out edition of, of Hades. I would have thought Limited Run might have hopped on that, but cool, they're doing it. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, overall, I thought it was great, and hopefully, it won't be you know another year and almost a half until the next Nintendo Direct. But like I said, we do have one bit of news, one last little bit of news, Avengers news. You know, we love to hear it. <laughs> Hawkeye is coming out on March 18th, along with a free upgrade to PS5 version. It's about time. Will this bring people back to Avengers? Will it begin reinvigorating the game? Will it Will it make this game turn into what it needs to be to survive in a world full of live services? Marvel's Avengers. Hashtag, will it happen? Hopefully. <laughs> Like I said, we don't want nothing to... F- I mean, you enjoy it, so I would... I would. It would suck if it would go away. Yeah, I think it'll be good. It looks good. 
PS5 upgrade says they're improving the load times, which is like my only gripe nowadays, aside from the objectives still being kind of samey, but we'll see. They're adding a new storyline with Hawkeye. Um, looks pretty cool. I'm hype. Yeah. And you know, I know we had a Nintendo Direct today. I know. I yeah. know. But I have a Nintendo Direct rumor. See, I, I believe you right there because, come on, Nintendo Direct rumor, it, it means it goes hand in hand. Yeah. So here's the thing. This Nintendo Direct rumor has to be coming on the next Nintendo Direct. This is the first time we've ever encountered a Nintendo Direct to General Direct since the podcast started. But now we still have a rumor. Because even after the Direct ends, the rumors never stop. And That is true. And this Nintendo Direct rumor is sponsored by Markers on the Map Presents Trial by Energy Drink. And this week's flavor is Hackin' Slashberry. Nice little Monster Hunter type... Uh, energy drink <laughs> good one that's a good one it's for a game called <clears throat> game and watch party for years mario party has been the premier game for heart-wrenching moments and a loss of friendship that eclipses even the legendary mario kart series but now mr game and watch steps out of hiding to host the grandest most lavish fiendishly devious board game extravaganza the world has ever seen exclusively on the Nintendo Switch. You and up to four friends locally and eight players online can compete across ten intricately designed boards themed after your favorite Nintendo franchises, where Game & Watch can change the terrain, the spaces, and even the rules whenever this trickster feels the action needs ramping up. Solve puzzles and mysteries, participate in team-based objectives to stay alive, and go head-to-head in epic new recreations of every Game & Watch game ever created at the end of each turn, alongside over 60 brand new minigames to test your mettle as you compete for glory and a chance to take on Game & Watch himself in one of the game's most intense challenges, the final game. More details to come with the final game, but for now, some characters. Pulling from Nintendo's rich history... The starting roster is truly a sight to behold. Leading the pack is the mayor of New Donk City, Pauline, who's brought an eclectic group with her including Balloon Fighter, Little Mac, and Pit. From there, every board and challenge paves the way for you to unlock new characters, from Mario to the Inklings, as the game is said to feature over 50 playable characters, each with their own abilities and graphical styles that can switch between all generations depending on the game board you're playing on. And while we're at it, we should mention the Game & Watch Party Season Pass, said to add three packs of new boards, characters, and minigames. It's the most action-packed board game video game ever devised. A fantastical blast of history all smashed into one Nintendo Switch game card. It's Game & Watch Party. It can't be stopped, and it's headed your way. I'm, I'm excited for this. Come on, Mr. Game & Watch. I know, and, and, and if you know where to Old look, school. you can see some screenshots of this, and you can see Mario in the Game & Watch style, and you can transform between all generations, but then so can characters like Pauline or Balloon Fighter. You know what a modern-day Balloon Fighter looks like? It's incredible. I mean, I'm interested. I like I actually do like the Game I mean, we did have that, was it, Game & Watch Mario thing? Yeah. It's not a coincidence. Yeah, it's not a coincidence. They're, they're bringing Game & Watch back as the, the, the maestro of board game sagas he's like the 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 ringmaster of all vicious board game video game mario party type things i'm very excited for this game i'm sure on the next direct we'll have a full trailer 
you know. You know how directs go. Yeah, the next year or so. I, I was a little concerned that Sonic Paint and Knuckles Sandopolis wasn't on the direct. But, you know, maybe it's maybe it's too far out. Maybe we're thinking late 2022-2023 for those. Yeah. You know, you I mean, they they're saving some for next year because you know how things are, but they're saving. They're saving those. Yeah. So we'll have to see about that. Anyway, we were going to talk about some games this week, but we did not know that there was a Nintendo Direct because they literally announced it the <laughs> the day the before, day before it happened. Um so for next week, uh, be on the lookout for us talking about Mario 3D World and Bowser's Fury, which I played over the weekend. Uh, a little PS4 game called We Were Here that me and Robert um, got through in about an hour and a half, I want to say. Yeah, we got to the, I guess, first kind of phase because we have to. there is multiple playthroughs you have to do. Yeah, so we'll we'll give you a little discussion on that next week. And I keep putting it off. Unless there's some giant amount of news next week, uh, we'll probably also talk about the Devil May Cry series, which uh, we'll see. But we'll see. You next said unless the news is big, we'll see. Yeah, if if I talk about Devil May Cry, uh, Bowser's Fury, and all that, will offset it by being very positive because my thing with Devil May Cry is probably gonna be a little more negative, but. We, we weren't expecting the direct this week, especially since it's been so long. So the the episode had, to, we had to just dedicate an episode to the direct because man, we've been waiting for so long. I've been waiting it's for been so long. It's been a year. It's been more than yeah. a year, so it was worth <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, definitely. So with that being said, as always, we'd like to uh, thank you for listening. And you can check us out on our Podbean site, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and follow us on Twitter at Markers on the Map. And I guess there's not much left to say besides Sega. Please re-release Sonic 3 and uh, Knuckles with the original Ice Cap Zone music. Please, I'm begging you. And that the real siphon filter, the Omega Strain, was the friends we made along the way. So we'll see you next time. Bye. Later. Later.